Daddy? He calls. The cakes. His dad turns, still holding his son's hand, and darts across to the bench. He grabs the bag, and as his eyes meet mine for a second, he half smiles sheepishly. I hear someone tut. Warm wind heralds the train, which rushes out of the tunnel and comes to a screeching halt. Mind the gap. Move right down inside the carriages. The doors swoosh open, and the man with the suitcases starts heaving them on. I wait behind the boy and his father. The train's packed, like it always is at morning rush hour. I could wait for the next one, but then I'll be late for school. I put one foot on board. A bone-shattering, chest-crushing bang lifts me into the air. And everything slips away. When I open my eyes, I can't see or hear a thing. There's just a heavy, ringing silence and a terrible smell, a fearful smell, that hits the back of my nose. Smoke and something else underneath. I start coughing and my hand flies up to cover my face but hits a rough surface right in front of me. A wall? Where am I? I feel the panic rising, then stop myself. Stay still. Take little breaths. I feel something trickling down my face. Blood? What happened? There was a noise, a blast, and I fell. Don't know where I am, but I have to get out. Get out, Kay. I struggle to my feet, but there's no room to stand. Something solid's above me, forcing me to crouch. I try to move back, but there's no space there either. I reach up and touch a sort of metal ceiling, bulging in towards the rough wall in front of me. Or is it not a wall? Is it... is it the platform? I reach above me, and there's a gap. Mind the gap. That's when I realise I'm under the train. At any moment it could tip over and crush me. Metal slides against the back of my hand. It's moving. Now I'm panicking and screaming, screaming for help. I know I am, except I still can't hear or see in the darkness. My hands scrabble at the wall, at the platform edge, reaching up from underneath the train. There's smoke in my eyes, in my throat, the smells in my mouth. Please. I can't move, I can't breathe. Every mouthful of air now is a choking cough, bringing poison, not oxygen, into my body. And all at once I see it clearly. I'm going to die. Then a hand clasps mine. A warm, soft, human hand. Strong and safe. I feel my own hand close round it. I am never letting go. Another hand reaches down and clamps itself round my other wrist, and little by little I am lifted up, up, squeezing through the gap and onto the platform. I fall forward, my face smacking against the concrete. My mouth suddenly fills with blood and ash, dust mingling with iron, choking me. My eyes are streaming in the grey smoke. Whoever lifted me out is still holding me, hoisting me to my feet. A man. I still can't hear anything, just the blood thumping in my ears. I clutch at his clothes but can't hold on. He's wearing something hard and slippery. Dim light now, 
and I can see the train is right in front of me, the doors buckled over the gap where I was thrown. That's what was moving above me. And there's the man with the two suitcases. But he's lying half in and half out of the carriage. His eyes are closed and his mouth is moving. There's a figure kneeling next to him. They're holding hands. My head starts to spin and my legs go, and suddenly I'm being picked up and carried away. The smoke's fading, the smell too. The train never even left. It's still waiting at the platform, but with blasted doors and twisted metal. We're climbing stairs, I think. Yes, you can't use a lift in a fire. I should try to walk, I think, and struggle to get my feet down, but that makes us both fall hard onto the steps. Sound slams into my head.